needs improvement. Here it is, the highly anticipated second part of my conversation with Mr. Robbie Sims. Hopefully you listened to and enjoyed the first part. Uh, Full disclosure, the wine was flowing freely at this point, so I think you'll find the second half to be maybe even a little bit more candid. Um, We get into some heavy topics. We talk a lot about self-care and not in sort of the, you know, have a glass of wine and watch Netflix way, but like how much do you really um, care about yourself and how does that inform how you treat others? Uh, We talk a little bit about polyamory. I tell a story that I've thought about cutting out a number of times, but I figure if we put everyone else's stuff out here, I will uh, put my own stuff out. We talk a lot about uh, past and take a little stroll down memory lane, and we have a little guest appearance from my coworker Protea. So, without further ado, here is part two. You are a man of many mysteries, Robbie. Yeah, we can talk about me being drunk and stealing shit all day, but no. Okay, okay. Let's get away from the stealing shit. <laughs> what else because would you like to know? What's our next? Uh, well, topic we were supposed to be talking about how you're trying to better yourself, mm-hmm. and you're going to launch your vegan cooking business. Yeah, that would be, be great. Uh, I'll be your spokesmodel and be like, "Look, I was so fat." And that's now, a, now and, I'm and that's so and that's another one of those things that I, I wanted to get better at is, for me, doing what I do. It's it's the circle is so small. You know, it only affects me and the people who either seek me out or who just happen to come over that day and I make dinner. You know. Um, something I want to improve on is to, yeah, make that circle a lot more widespread. You know, I, I hate people who, uh, impose their beliefs on, on other people. You know, nobody wants to get those fucking salespeople phone calls. Nobody likes the pamphlets they hand out at the airports, you know, nobody. And, and I don't like those militant vegans either. You know, they're just assholes and you're not going to convince anybody, uh, to come to your side, you know, if you're barking down their throat the entire time. But that being said, I have noticed um, that people gravitate a lot more towards uh, a person who's just passively doing their own thing. They, you know, you lead by example. Mm -hmm. People see the benefits. They see what's going on. They wonder about it. And then they make the inquiry um, on their own volition. So it's uh, it's it's got change comes from (laughs) change comes from within. You know, (laughs) people make the conscious choice to change on their own. But to be able to help inspire that in other people, um, I, th- I think that's something that I've really wanted to improve on because, yes, I have spent many years being selfish, <laughs> terrible, uh, degenerate prick. Okay, this is, see, this is interesting now. I, like, have anxiety about this stopping, so I have to check it when mm. it goes away. It's I was going to bring my ex- external battery, too, for you because I've well, never I'm, been I'm being a consumer. Oh, I'm plugged in here. here. Um, do you think, going to get deep now, sure. that your veganism is a reaction to how you feel about maybe not having been the best person for a lot of your life. It wasn't initially. I th- I think it's um, becoming a lot of that now or no. I I don't I don't I guess I don't know. I haven't thought about it from that angle. But um you know, that's great if it is. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't need improvement? <laughs> so Well, yeah. I'm just saying like do you feel like maybe it's like a almost like a penance of like 
I'm going to try to be the best person I can in this way. I think it was more just a self-realization that I don't want to. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be that anymore. I spent years and years just abusing myself, other people, you know. Um, it's just that's not how I want to live my life. Mm-hmm. And I think the switch in my lifestyle to veganism some almost six, seven years ago um, was a tremendous avenue and, and catalyst for uh, this now greater change that I'm that I'm seeking so I mean even because even being vegan it was it was for the animals the environment and yeah some health benefits but I was still treating myself like shit and I was still being a party animal and doing some things that I'm not proud of yeah and I I mean I think you are really conscious of like the environment and like sort of people as a whole and animals but I know that you have not necessarily been like the best person to other people in your lives and so to me it almost seems backwards of like I have so much more concern about like the day-to-day how I'm treating other people and like much less concern and maybe to my own detriment probably about like the greater humanity Mm -hmm. yeah no it's, it's definitely the scales aren't balanced there at all and that's something that within this uh, past year or maybe a little bit more I've been like I said doing a lot more introspection it's mm-hmm. like okay what am I not doing right in in, in my life like what are the I mean, that's great I'm doing all this blah 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 um, wonderful stuff you know in the eyes of other people it might look so lovely but um, how am I still hurting myself and when you do start taking care of yourself uh, just you you start taking care of other people too you know if yeah. you start to love and care for your own life and being then uh yeah, there's a great benefit. And people see that, you know, and people want to be around somebody. And again, this comes back to something I struggled with when I was a kid is I always wanted that attention. I wanted to be liked by people, which mm-hmm. is why you act out so much. But in this respect, people want to be around somebody who's good to themselves and good to them. And I want to be that to others, to be inspiring to other people instead of just being remembered as a fucking dick. <laughs> Like, who wants that? You know, when I say, think about all the Southside people I haven't seen in years, I'm just like, what do they really think of me at this point? You know, what are the memories they hold on to? And if I can change that, and again, it doesn't just whittle down to what do other people think of me. But yeah, I mean, I want to, I want to do right by everybody. And if I can change that, I'd fucking love to. Yeah, I think like you're starting at a deficit. Like, there are so many conversations that I've had with you in life that are just like seared into my head really yeah yeah like a lot but apparently not conversations you remember because you don't remember saying that you were going to be a virgin (laughs) which is not a conversation i remember but like it's something that i very much remember you know what's interesting you're not you're not the only person who's told me that either is that and and i've had some people call me after years of not talking with them and they've they've sought me out for for some reason just to to have a I think more of a deeper conversation or uh, I want to say some names, but I don't. Um, but it's really weird to have somebody you haven't talked to in years call you up and just be like, hey, man, I felt like you were one of the only people I could talk to. Or it's like I always remembered you as this despite all this. Um, and here I am, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Like mine is more just like um, I think that a lot of the times in my life that we've been the closest and probably in yours I'm gonna extrapolate for you based on what I know of your life have been like 
the toughest times like and I think that like when you're in those times you like have more like poignant (laughs) conversations Well, that's when everyone's the most vulnerable yeah yeah and so you're having like these you in different ways you know the things I might say to you or you to me you know yeah they stick and I think that like we're both very like vulnerable open honest people and so I think that there have just been these like points of having like like if I'm running down a list the first one I can remember was probably one of the first times I met you Mm. and we were at a party yeah yeah of course yeah at Dustin's house (laughs) and we had a lot of conversations and I mean all of our like I all of our friends were there you know offer and like I have a lot of memories of that party in general like that's pretty seared in my head and just like you were definitely like a player I feel like that's such an uncool like old person word (laughs) to use and I like sort of regret that came out of my mouth but you were definitely like sort of like what you're talking about just sort of saying things or doing things for attention yeah, like you're yeah, definitely like i am this misunderstood mm. artful soul yeah, yeah and yeah. oh wait, you wait, know wait, wait. i just you know what a bunch of shit yeah yeah i mean we were like we were legit teenagers like this is yeah totally not a yeah. reflection on you but like no that but was it, like uh, one it shows where you come from you know and then we got into a fight you and i uh-huh regarding um, I was, I thought that you were being a not good person mm-hmm. and it was on prom night and you're going to tell me you don't remember this no, and then I'm going to re- be like fully crushed because I feel like this was a real like important point because I was there with this farmer dude and you were there. I don't know. Craig and you I were, were both Sarah's dates. Okay, that yeah, year, that's because she didn't have one. So wow, we were yeah, like, she. Okay, well, I'm just gonna keep all of my feelings about that shut up. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna shut my. Don't feed me that much wine. Um, and you were going to like you came into our room to grab like some alcohol. Yep, I do. And then remember you this. went to go out, but there was like police. There was in the a hall. police officer. There, yeah, and so then like you were. You talked to him, I think, for a little bit. Uh-huh. And then I yelled at you about thinking that I didn't think that you were a good person. I thought that you were making very poor choices. Do you remember this? I remember the instance, yeah, talking to the police and being like, I had the door open, yeah. alcohol in yeah. one hand, hidden behind the door, yes. and then the other half of my body sticking out and being yes. like, oh, shit, I'm about to get busted. Yeah. So I made up some shit about, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> hey, can you tell those kids yeah, across the hall to be quiet because we're trying to sleep in here yeah. my date and i are trying to sleep when it's you and yeah. homeboy like oh, lying yeah. in bed next to each other uh, i'm sure like, he was probably asleep i i have some stories about that guy but that's not what we're talking about was um, that why you were mad at me because i no not about the alcohol i was mad i it was like I don't know why I decided to confront you in that moment, but it had nothing to do with anything that had happened Instance that night. At hand. Oh, it okay. was like, it was just like an overarching, like I had felt like you were going down like a bad path and you weren't being a great person and you were like making poor decisions. You know what? I don't remember any of this. God damn it. You literally remember the like 
we, it was a shocking instance, you know, the, the cops there, like, oh God, oh, you know, God. protect yourself. Okay. But then you know whatever what? happened after that, you la- you laid into me, huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, let it I all did. out now. Let it all out now. Well, it seems silly now because we were teenagers again. But then. This is something I need to reflect on, you know? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have to say that, like, I also have, like, a pretty good memory. Not for, like, I'll forget shit all day long. Like, oh, I forgot my lunch. But, like, I have a really good memory for conversations that I've mm. had with people. Which is interesting. Zach's like that too. Zach texted me like a week after our podcast about like something I had said to him like verbatim like yeah, 20 yeah. years ago, like so long ago. And I was like, I did say that. I remember situations, but not, yeah. not things. Uh, um, No, later. and then we weren't friends for a while. Hmm. Yeah, we were on the outs for a while until I saw still you. Still running within the same circles, seeing each other yeah. at functions, but not speaking with one yeah. another? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you about your life. <laughs> Please do. And then we were at a party at, you know that place that Erica Stevenson's dad had? Mm-hmm. Yeah, over in uh, Seward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, again, I'm using people's full names that I don't know, know if they want me to use. She wasn't involved. I don't know. It's just someone's house. Uh, <laughs> and we were, well, we weren't of age. We were over 18, though. And... I was like, man, I feel really bad about that conversation that we had. Do you know? Do you know what you told me? No. Did I say I don't remember? No. <laughs> I don't remember that happened. No. Yeah. That would be stupid, Robbie. You kidding me? Imagine what an 18-year-old Robbie would say if he wanted someone to not be mad at him anymore. I'd probably apologize. You apologize. And, and you profusely. told me. I think about that conversation we had every single day. Until the moment of catharsis came, right? I guess. And now it's stricken from my memories. And now it's stricken. It's like, well, we handled that paperwork. You know, let's put that in the outbox and move Uh, on. Yeah. So, but that, like, that conversation's not, like, really as in my head. But then, obviously, like, not really the conversation, but the night of Hoffer's funeral. Mm -hmm. That's, like, pretty seared in my head forever. I do um, recall every instance of that. Yeah. Which is just too too sad for a podcast yeah. to get into, but yeah, we not. were very sad people. Yeah. Um that might be the last one that's like really stuck in my head, but I feel like no. You told me something once which was like one of the saddest things that someone had ever told me and what since What was that? Was it appropriate to say? I think so. All right, go for it. I don't think it's worse than anything that's been said. <laughs> I think, and I don't even know if you'll find it that sad, but I remember in the moment, like, feeling like it was really sad. Okay. Um, we were, I'm going to say 22-ish, 10 years ago. Mm. And you told me that you had never even slept with someone that you really liked. And I thought that was, like, super sad. Yeah. Because, I mean, and if it's not clear to anyone but you and I, you had slept with a number of people. Like, this wasn't like, okay. Like, I mean, I could see the scenario of, like, I've slept with one person. I didn't really like them. (laughs) This was not the scenario. Um, Uh, And I remember just, like, feeling like that was really sad. Yeah. 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 It is incredibly sad. You know, what what we do uh, to, I don't know, make up some sort of, and this all sounds very 
cliche, but you know, to, to, to make up certain voids that you do yeah. yourself. I mean, why do people consume what they consume? You know, eat, drink, people they sleep with, you know, like whatever you're trying to void, you're trying to fill in your life. And yeah, sex was one of those because I wanted to feel loved and yeah. cared for. But then yeah. once you find out you don't actually feel loved and cared for, you're just hurting other people in the process too. Yeah. Like that fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until my like first serious girlfriend when I was around, when I was about 22 yeah. um, that I absolutely fell in love with um, the French girl who was here. Um, yeah, that was that was a powerful time to make that realization. And and since then, you know, it's it's been an ongoing thing of like even now, like I barely even. <laughs> This is so weird. Uh, but <laughs> Go for it. It's, are, it's difficult. We are deep in this. I have no idea how long we've been talking, but yeah, probably either. too long. Oh, God. I don't know if this will be interesting to anyone else but us, but I find it very interesting. So yeah, we're going to keep going. You. Thank you. Thank you. Pouring more wine. Left hand pour. Okay. It's, What's interesting? It's oh, yeah, all of this. I know. Oh, it's a fun yeah. sound, too, isn't oh, it? Oh, my gosh. Okay. There we go. There we go. That's healthy. Um. Yeah, no. It's, it's I, I don't look for partners really in that respect anymore. I thoroughly enjoy spending time by myself. I probably spend 95% of my time just doing weird Robbie things. Like I barely even get to see some of my better friends like Zach or like this. I was extremely excited about coming to hang out with you and do this because because you wanted me to dig into your soul and just no, because I wanted to hang out with you and, and have fun. Yes, I'm totally regretting all of this but no <laughs> tens of people will hear this robbie <laughs> not until one of us or both of us are famous and then they'll really do oh, some digging boy. i can never run for office i mean oh come on do it there's plenty of dirt on on other politicians enough True. to bury them i'm running for the board of realtors there you go there's plenty of fucked up Voting people against there, tomorrow sure no one will hear this before <laughs> perfect um yeah. yeah okay so i have some notes written down how long have we gone already? This is embarrassing. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. That doesn't it. say three out. No, it doesn't no it's like in measures. I have to change it to time. We've gone for one hour and 26 minutes. Okay. We got to beat Zach at like 145 yeah. or something. I, well, we have not even like. Well, let's go, uh, touch on some of the other subjects. Um, what else do we need? Well, I, okay. The number one I wrote was never owned a computer before <laughs> several days so, ago. So Erica says, you know, uh, I've got these microphones hooked up to GarageBand. And I'm like, that's great because I just bought a MacBook like two days ago and yeah. now have uh, GarageBand and iMovie. And I'm going to do all this fun exploration with that. But no, I've never owned a computer when smartphones came out i finally got one of those after like five years of them being around or more and that's been my computer ever since because it is but there are certain benefits to having you know an actual laptop yeah. or, or something yeah the keyboard's a big one yeah <laughs> <laughs> writing anybody lengthy uh emails or letters is yeah. next to impossible well, with their so i feel smartphone. like that's uh, first of all it's a big investment because they're expensive mm -hmm. And Craig so this man, 500 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Talking down to 480. Oh, okay. You. <laughs> quite used. I did not. <laughs> I did not know it was a used Mac. Hey, it was, it was an office situation at a lawyer's office downtown. They had like five of them. They upgraded newer wow. models. They were getting rid of all these other ones. So, I'm, okay. Well, slightly less of an investment than I thought. Really but nice guy. An investment in yourself mm -hmm. and in one of your goals Big time. to Keep expand your date. business <laughs> live expand in your the business expand yeah. your career sure. you told me you want to try some videos yeah, totally. with the food I know a lot so, of musicians do you know it's like yeah. a recording well yeah we haven't really <laughs> talked about that i mean sure. robbie is a musician mm -hmm. um 
what do you consider yourself a singer guitarist yeah of all trades yeah master of none kind of yeah yeah i don't like that I like the people who are just like really good at the one thing and instead yeah. there's me it's like oh, dabble and all. I can make sounds that don't <laughs> well if you're around a campfire he'll pull out a guitar and the go real white guy on no, you I hate that shit are you kidding me <laughs> I absolutely hate that granted it has happened in the past yeah I'm no, giving him not. a look that is <laughs> I have definitely seen this happen many times <laughs> not for years to be fair to you yeah, but yeah. Um, I've seen it. Yeah, no, I think it's an extremely douchey move, and that uh, <laughs> <laughs> I participated and there many I was. times there in the I past. Was being a total douchebag, used it to get many ladies. I'm sure it didn't hurt. <laughs> Did it? Not it didn't hurt. hurt. But um, you know, I, I'd hope they saw something deeper in me than just my abilities to <laughs> sing kumbaya. While you were busy not caring for them at all, hey, who knows how much they cared for me? Well, you didn't. I mean, I think that's like. The crux of it, right? People using like you people, you know, happens you can't all the behave time. in that way without, like, if you do really care for yourself, because it's inherently like self-destructive behavior. Mm-hmm. And I look, I'm not throwing you under the bus. I've absolutely engaged no, in this. No, the bus is driven over me. The bus. <laughs> forward and reverse, and forward and reverse. No, I, I've absolutely engaged in this. I feel like we were talking about this off, off air. <laughs> Because I only talk about my own problems out there. <laughs> but, like, no, absolutely. Like, I, you know, have used, like, sex and relationships as, like, an unhealthy coping mechanism. For sure. Like, 100%. Um, so, I'm not, like, yeah. I mean, we all do it. Well, not everyone, but, you know, I think a lot of people do it. <laughs> uh and then, you know, hopefully you learn from it and get over it. And, and that enables the, you to get into a healthy adult relationship. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. I think if people don't actually learn and grow from their problems. Is Protea yeah, still here? Totally Protea, fucked. are you still here? We still have spring rolls. We do still have spring rolls. If you want to eat some delicious vegan nonsense. Or as Zach calls it, my hippie bullshit. Of course Zach would call it your hippie yeah. bullshit. God bless I know. him. But I if I met that I dude today that. on the street, we would never find a common ground for friendship <laughs> 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 whatsoever. We have spring rolls still if you want one. Just eat that if, one right If you're there. interested. Eat that one. It's sad and it's lonely without yeah. a mouth to be in. If that doesn't sum up my life. <laughs> Dip it. We are still in my office and talking about um, all of our flaws. What was the next question here? Um, it just says relationships. <laughs> and then it says a, state fair woman meet. No, we haven't because we've <laughs> covered you being a bit of a man whore. But we have mm. not talked about your like. Re- I feel like in recent years you have had relationships i've met at least one of these girls mm-hmm. you brought her around she was serious enough to how's the how's the spring roll protea nice we Give brought someone else in and she is enjoying some of the food thank you um, and she was raw vegan at one point too mm-hmm. mm, she says that like every other week and then i see her. <laughs> well i'd love to help I'm not um, going to eat any sugar. When, when I see her the next day just dumping honey into her coffee. <laughs> <laughs> when was the... Um, the tattoo you, girl? You're talking about Friendsgiving. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. So there's been some... Um, I liked her. Uh, it's hard not to. Um, <laughs> so that didn't work out. 
No, it, I mean, for the most part, that was, uh, she kept an extremely busy schedule. I did too. We probably saw each other once a month. Oh, um, wow. So yeah, that, <laughs> that didn't work out. Got a bit taxing after mm-hmm. a while. And mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, hey, you know, maybe we should hang out whenever we can. And that was already rare enough. So then it just turned into never. It was never really an official, like, we're over sort of conversation. You brought her um, around to your friends, though. Yeah. I feel like that is, that's it, like official. Protea's well, not. no, I mean an official breakup. There was never oh. any official oh, breakup. Oh, I thought you were down. saying that you were never, like, officially no, 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 together. No, 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 We definitely were. Yeah. I loved it. It was fantastic. Um, I liked her because I feel like your friends also, maybe just me, but also others, Nicole, others, can be very intense. And if... Well, she's an intense person. Too. Yeah, I think that like I really don't like at social gatherings when people bring their spouses and then they're like, "Oh yeah, hide in the corner." I and need to like have time. someone hold my hand. Or that, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not cool. No. And, I, and I would never have done she that. Was, if like, I didn't she was like singing karaoke. Could, yeah, she, she couldn't handle her own at the so party. So she was great. You, know, you couldn't make it work. Yeah. Very disappointing. <laughs> um, <laughs> what about? another girl who was i feel like i'm going out on a limb because i just saw you in pictures together so i don't actually know if you were dating okay she had short hair okay <laughs> dark hair short dark hair she was in lots of pictures with you um i feel like this can't be that many people short dark hair a lot this of person's pictures, probably though. listening right now like that fucking asshole I doesn't even realize out of, out of it's the, me the 10 people that we're, that we're talking about was it someone in in our group of friends <laughs> I don't know. Zach sending me mistake texts. Harriet wants to know if you'll be home before she goes to bed. <laughs> and then he said, "Well, obviously that wasn't for you." <laughs> you should tell him yes anyway. Tell him we're coming, coming. over. Tell him we're coming over immediately. We're moving after the this. podcast. No, I was trying to like find your Facebook so I can find this. Well, okay, Robbie, what's your most months. recent relationship? Um, currently, a uh, wonderful gal. We actually met off of uh, oh. Bumble. You're currently dating. Yeah, she's moving Way to, to bury the lead. She's moving to Bali in um, a couple months or uh, a month. She hasn't fully decided, but um, yeah. So we kind of knew from the get go that it was a yeah, um, a ticking clock on it. But um, no, very, <laughs> very enjoyable. A lot, a lot of the people I end up dating, um, there's never really a a harsh breakup after it it's more just a mutual like and a lot of it comes down to my availability too because as far as work goes you know i'm like driving around the fucking country for anywhere from three to 14 days you know at a time um anyone i was working in the restaurant i was there every minute of my waking life so it's just my availability has always been a strain why is this like your fifth profile picture back it's It's a picture of you and no we did not date recently (laughs) It's literally a screenshot of my profile picture that was your half, profile and picture. And something Alex saying. It was a, res- it was a, a res- book club today. Yeah, it was a response to something. I can't remember the joke anymore. Zach and I laughed candidly about it. Okay, well, I wasn't expecting that. Anywho. Anyway, I'm trying to find this short. Okay, this girl. Um, that's my best friend, Laura. <laughs> oh, so when I said a short-haired girl you're in lots of pictures with that's dark hair, you didn't think... Your best friend. I was thinking within the scope of people I was dating. Well, I didn't. I told you I, I didn't never... know if she. Yes. No, no. We've, we've, we've never dated. She's an incredible woman, a fucking amazing singer. If you ever want to hear something beautiful, Laura Hugo um, is, uh, yeah, look her up. We're using lots of people's last names, so hopefully they appreciate it. Well, that. this isn't promoting her, her music. This well, isn't to say anything incriminating about her. So she's moving to Bali. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not Laura, but the woman. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that you have a pattern of going after emotionally unavailable women? 
Um, it's not to say she's emotionally unavailable at all. Unavailable women? It's, in some way, not to say unavailable. In some way, you know that a maybe, relationship maybe I'm the one will who's never be unavailable here. in this situation. Obviously, here. <laughs> obviously. Is it, obviously. Is it obvious? See, I like putting myself out there as not as much as possible. I don't know if it's obvious to everyone else. It's fucking obvious to me. Which is why I've, in the past, I've had to very explicitly, you know, explain my my disposition on on the matter. It's like a lot of times you meet somebody and you hit it off and it's just like, hey, I might not be around a ton. You know, can you handle that? Will that be okay with you? A lot of people say yes. And then after a while, it doesn't. the resulting situation I have a lot of feelings about this do you think that you know when they say yes that they don't actually mean yes at this point yeah but it's it's taken a couple times for me to see that pattern and it's like well now like I said I just keep to myself because I think that they're I've known a lot of guys in a similar position Mm -hmm. where they're like well I'm really honest with girls and I'm like but if you know that they no, and I've, I've aren't been representing themselves like it's I've kind been of that on asshole. You no, exactly. I've been that asshole too, and it, it's come down to the point where I'm just like, I don't, I, I just stop engaging at this point. I'm like, I'm like 95%, re- no, not I'm like 95% recluse at this, at this point. Oh, I see, I see. Like, you're, you're not even starting the conversation. I mean, yeah, my last couple efforts where I was like, eh, I might peruse, you know, in summertime, I'm like, I'm gonna look on this dating app I haven't been on before. And, mm-hmm. Met some fucking amazing people, you know, didn't go down the avenue, you know, that one would it might expect. But no, this this person's been fantastic and we've uh, shared some amazing experiences together. But we know it's, you know, temporary. Yeah. But Which is I guess fine. what I'm saying is like, do you think that you're seeking out relationships that are inherently going to be temporary? Mm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe there's a subconscious. Mm hmm thing going on there but like i just said at this point i'm not even seeking anything out do you want to get married uh not really well mostly because i think if you want to spend the rest of your life waking life with somebody you're you can just do that you know like i, okay. I, don't, I don't fully think you got to go through all the rigmarole of getting married and spending but do you want a forever that. partner if it comes around that'd be fucking awesome yeah do you want kids mm, i take it or leave it I see you as a but guy with kids. Just saying. No, and Zach's told me, like, he's like, dude, you'd be a fantastic father, and this, that, and the oh. other. Cause I, I, I love it. I love kids to the nth degree. But I also like not having kids, you know, uh, having my money to myself, my time to myself, all the, you, mm-hmm. know, you know. This is our first live podcast. Protea's here. Protea, what's, what are your thoughts? Are you intrigued? Yes. I really love this conversation. <laughs> really opened my eyes to the world of stealing too i heard that oh part. yeah I was like, did you hear genius. about stealing yeah but uh and then i heard you throw it in his face multiple times uh that was funny but <laughs> oh, you know what i have a question oh have good you questions from the audience considered polyamory um, mm. yeah there's a fun book out there uh called the ethical slut that um because I, I do have a lot of polyamorous friends and i see how their relationships work and function the mechanics of it all i'm like well this is intriguing a lot of it i mean the foundation of it is brass tacks complete open honesty in in communication Mm -hmm. like it's and and that's infathomable with most people in general most platonic relationships friendships even you know like no one's being honest with each other at any fucking given point you're the problem 
<laughs> so, so yeah, no, I, I've read the book. It's, it's fascinating. Um, I do think a lot about it, but it's few and far in between unless you hang out very explicitly in those circles or you're searching the internet for people groups that ascribe to the same mentality. It's very difficult to find, you know, women you meet on Bumble. It's like, well, if you want to see other people, great. If I do, great. It doesn't um, often happen all that much. Do you guys want to see this? This is a thruple that I sold a house to last year. They're some of my favorite people oh. in the planet. It's doable. A they a thruple, and it like I have to say after. Um, I mean, if these cute pictures were not enough to sway you, they have been together for a long time, and they really like. It like functions better than a normal relationship. And I think, like, it's not salacious. Like, I have no idea what their sexual situation is, but it's not like they're just like, I just want to have sex with so many people. They're just, like, really a committed, like, three-person couple. Like, they're kind of just, like, boring couple people, but Mm -hmm. there's just three of them. Two, and I can't do all that. I mean... (laughs) And yeah, emotions tend to get in the way and combating jealousy is one of the hugest things because I've, I've known myself to be like, I've even seen exes that I haven't been with for like five years and I see them with another person. I'm like, mm. wow. yeah, you know, that just rubs me the wrong way. So like, but then you have to be aware of that. You're like, why do I feel like that? Why mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. inappropriate? You know, yeah. um, so it's dismantling your own jealousy is one of the hardest things you will ever try and fucking do. But it is possible. But I do like, I also feel like as I get older, I have less of that. Like, I'm just like, oh, you're I don't also know. Married. Like, do I really care if Tim fucks somebody else? <laughs> like, I mean, behind my back, if he lied about it, sure. But like, Erica, do I really care? Do you I remember know. at the holiday party? Oh, when my you God. Protea, God damn it. Okay. This, this was a whole situation. <laughs> and now Tim's going to hear this. Okay. So I'll talk about it. And I hope this girl hears it too. Uh, because she's the kind of person that would. Um, so Tim has some, I would say like unsavory friends. Uh, they're like a little ratchet. I don't really love them. No, <laughs> I mean, it is, but like, no, some other people like just some like very man child, like Peter Pan, like I'm never going to grow up sort of like, I just want to smoke weed and drink all day. And like, like yeah. Exactly, like my tents. Um, and one of them dates this girl, and it's like a very tumultuous relationship. They're still together? Of course. They got back together like seven different times after that. So, but like he treats her like shit. Like he's a dude that's like, I don't know. I told you I was like this. Why do you keep coming back? And it's like, mm, at a certain point, I feel like you need to check your own behavior and not just like, you can't just like declare you're a shitty person and then like everything you do is okay. So he's that kind of dude. And so several times she's like, kind of like come to Tim and been like, oh, I. Oh, I'm getting more wine. Oh, I, you know, I don't know why I stay with him. And Tim's just like, yeah, he's a shitbag. You should not do this anymore. And she, like, makes very obvious flirtations with him. And these are Facebook messages, which I've seen with his permission. I'm not, like, snooping on his Facebook. I've seen these messages. But, like, she very clearly is interested in him. And his thing is, like, shh. She knows that I have a wife and I've since met her. I don't know if I told you about that. And she was like, you're so beautiful. And I'm like, I don't need your bullshit. Fucking get out of here. Anyway. Can I smoke? Can we smoke in here? I don't. We have a patio. (laughs) 
Yeah, but it needs a key. I don't know where the key is. We can pee in a second, but I'm going to finish my... Do you want to pee while I tell my story? But then you won't hear it. And I'm curious about your input because Protea has some very strong feelings about it. So... This might turn into a conversation between... uh, There's a flirtation. And, like, literally it will be, like... She says something like, because Tim likes freestyle rapping. <laughs> and like, she'll be like, oh, you should send me one of your freestyle raps. And then it'll be like silence, you know, like days of silence, silence, silence. And they'll be like, oh, haha, are you ignoring me? Silence, silence, silence. And they'll be like, oh, are we not friends anymore? And he'll finally be like, no, man, just been busy or something. And like, then the cycle repeats yeah. like infinitely. And his thing is like, well, you've seen that, like, I'm clearly not interested in her, which is so far from the like. My issue is that she's never going to stop. Because like, he's not actively shutting it down. Exactly. And his thing is like, well, it doesn't hurt because she knows I have a wife. I'm not interested. My thing is like, and he's like, she'll get the picture eventually. They won't. They'll never. Robbie, you know. Yeah. yeah you're not. Put the microphone. No, it's it's not doing anything healthy for the other person either if he's not saying anything. You yeah. Know? Like he's just perpetuating a well, exactly. weird it's just behavior like, in, in her life. It goes on forever. Like thirsty girls will be thirsty forever. Like she has like emotional needs that are not being met and she will like always act out until you literally tell her to stop. And probably after the first time you tell her yeah, to stop. Yeah. Like it's probably going to be like three things. So this was all happening. <laughs> Her Christmas party and Protea was like just tell him to stop tell him it bothers you and I was like it doesn't bother me I just think that he should do this and her whole thing was like it obviously bothers you and I was like I I'm not bothered by it but I do think that he should tell her to stop and here we are eight months later <laughs> She's clearly bothered by it. And understandably, because I think for any woman, even if he's not doing anything and even if it's not a very strong concern of yours that he will, it's the fact that he's allowing it to happen. And I think he's getting some enjoyment. Oh, out of it absolutely. It's, it's a little bit of attention. Absolutely. That he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. But see, here's the thing. Guys like that are the ones that you have to watch. Because oh, really? Now it's getting absolutely, deep. Absolutely. I've been cheated on by some fucking ugly ass, bitch ass losers. <laughs> and it were the ones that you would think like, oh, he's all up my ass. Oh, he, he loves me. He's not going to do anything. He doesn't get any pain. No, oh, I'm just saying no. that I've... The ones that you would think that won't cheat on you, they definitely will. And then I've been with some very fine-ass, successful-ass, sexy-ass men, and they didn't do anything. And i just be like, well, you got to be doing something. You're so fine, you know? So it's always the ones that are low-geeky, little, you know, weird, awkward, or whatever, <sighs> that you always catch lying about something or eventually cheating. Oh, I feel like Tim's definitely a liar. Yeah. For sure. Every human being is. Uh, no, I feel like he definitely never wants to get in trouble, but it's mm -hmm. more like I want to go out and hang out with said unsavory friends, but I don't want to tell you that I'm hanging out with unsavory friends. So I'm just like not going to bring it up or like the worst version would be like, oh, I've stayed at work late and you know, because he doesn't want to get in trouble. He's like a child who doesn't want yeah. me to be like, 
dude, why are you fucking hanging out? And that's concerning. There's nothing really at stake there. Yeah, but that's okay. See, this liar's going to lie because this is how people who are comfortable lying justify their lying. It's like it doesn't hurt you. Like, why does it matter if I was at work late or I was with friends? Like, I either way, I wasn't at the house. Like, the way it impacts your life. But my thing is like, because I... I need to know. And because if you thought it really didn't matter, then why didn't you? Yeah, just you would have just said something. And that's why I say this situation is dangerous. And that's why you should just tell <laughs> them, look, this we're is divorce. we're divorcing. <laughs> I Surprise. Protea said it. I'm bringing in another man. <laughs> we do have two houses. Now you can have somebody. You can share me. But um, I, I feel like if it's no. I'll concern. Just tell him, hey, this makes me uncomfortable, and this is what I this is what I think you should do about it, and then leave it up to him. And then I feel like that will show you kind of where you stand and where he stands. Oh, I think and you would definitely. I think you would definitely do it if I asked. But yeah. I just like don't feel like I don't know. I despite I the fact that we're a little bit throwing Tim under the bus now. <laughs> I like all the don't way under think, the bus. I don't think Tim has it in him to cheat. To be honest. I hope he doesn't. I I feel like people are going to listen to this and be like, Tim, my God. Yeah. No, Tim is a good dude. Doesn't. Super corny. It's very freestyle corny. Freestyle raps, especially when he drinks. Definitely freestyle raps. Yeah. And yeah. I think he should just tell her to stop. And homegirl, if you're listening, you should just stop. You know she's listening. She probably stalks me. It was very uncomfortable when we met. She was like, oh, hey, beautiful woman. I had no clue who she was. I was standing there at open streets with my dog. And she, like, <laughs> literally came up to me in a crowd. But you know my dog is super distinctive. So she saw my dog and knew it was me, even yeah. though I wasn't by Tim. He's opening the second bottle of wine. Wow. Um and well, I mean, she's probably already seen you on Facebook. Cause, obviously, she's yeah. fucking seen me on Facebook. Look, I'm a Facebook pro stalker. Like, of course, she's fucking seen me on Facebook. And I'm not super easy to find. But if she's friends with Tim, then she can see all of our joint pictures. Yeah, so she can click on your profile and everything. Mm-hmm. But then another thing, she's doing this probably I'm also for her a very public because figure. she's not getting the attention that she oh. wants in her relationship. Well, she's with that clown. And now she's trying to... Reel someone else in to make herself feel a little better. Like I took someone's husband, or I'm getting his attention, and mm-hmm. well, and I think that the the thing I'm going for me is go pee. You, Protea's <laughs> taking your yeah, don't I'm graphically kidding. pretend to hold your penis. Also, I don't know where the bathroom is. Oh, it's Try just like yeah, area. go down the main to, row to the right, left. I don't know. I'll find it. This this is really transition now. Protea's my guest. Yeah. Um, Hi there. Yeah, I think that like, I think that what she gets from it is that when she's like, oh, this guy like isn't paying enough attention to me or he doesn't treat me right. Tim's like, yeah, he's a shitbag. And it like gives her validation that like, oh, yeah, other people think he like doesn't treat me right. Mm -hmm. The day I met her, she was like, oh, yeah, I'm so and so this person's girlfriend. And I told Tim that, and he was like, oh, that dude would not be happy at all if he heard that she said that she was his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. She told you that? And I was like, yeah, she. And so it's like, that's super sad that you have that relationship with somebody. Like, I I don't feel great. But, like, if your answer to that is to, like, try to hit on a married dude, like, that's not really a healthy way to like validate yourself no you let them hit on you (laughs) 
she needs to get on this podcast yeah have her on (laughs) the big question is about to goodbye we are off the rails we are over two hours this is fully fully off i beat you zach i beat you um do you think he'll listen to this hey i listened to his yeah but zach zach and you're you Mm -hmm. um okay so we've gotten that was a thing fully derailed but so we left you you're sort of dating a girl you're unavailable you haven't really committed to the idea of a relationship mentally yet we could delve into that but no that's not it at all i feel like you haven't i feel like if you're dating girls who are really busy or who are going to leave the country you're not looking for something serious or they're dating me, who's always <laughs> driving around the country or always busy. Well, uh, yeah, but we're not on a podcast with them. Hmm. We should I, should I call a few of them? <laughs> <laughs> we can get one. <laughs> could really go off the rails. Yeah. Anyways, all uh, right. What's uh? What's uh, next? So Let's wrap it up. okay. Well, we could keep going. I here's mean, what's I'm, next. I've got nothing to here's do tomorrow. I got to catch a flight at three p.m. though. So. If we can wrap this up by 3 p.m. tomorrow afternoon, do you that'd be great. Do you fly places to paint things? No, but I'm going to my uh, best friend's wedding in Seattle. Oh, that'll be exciting. Yeah. Okay. What is the biggest mistake you've made in the last year? In the last year? Yeah. Um, Not, and, and this kind of is a blanket statement on, on many things, but not, not doing my best in, in situations like <laughs> no get, no giving best. something your giving something your all have you ever listened to well or read um the four agreements no well, but i want to it's super cool but one of the four agreements is always do your best it's uh-huh. trivial and very whatever as that sounds um I found myself even on a day-to-day basis at, at points where I'm like, eh, let's cut the corner here or, mm-hmm. oh, I've done enough already. Let's put it to rest. I'm like, and you give yourself a little bit of a reminder that no, if you give yourself fully to this thing, you're going to be proud of yourself because of it. And there's going to be a better outcome. Mm-hmm. Regretfully, I wish in the last year I, I applied that mentality a lot more. Um, I think in all the pitfalls of my passionate endeavors that I've uh that I've gone on um would have been a lot more fruitful should I have uh, yeah heeded that advice earlier I think that something I admire about you that's right admire listen <laughs> to the praise I'm heaping <laughs> on you is that you are really ambitious and I don't think that ambition alone, I married a person who is very ambitious without the drive behind it. Everybody's getting thrown under the bus. You guys can talk shit about me when you get a podcast. Um, <laughs> or a bus. Or a bus. Um, and like, yeah, ambition alone doesn't really work. No, that's just fantasy. That's dreaming. You know, that's. Yeah, but I don't I like I'm not going to say that like. You need both. You're not just like <laughs> dreaming. Like you you have taken steps towards like things you are passionate about and like things have worked or not worked out and sometimes it's been your fault or like not your fault. But I think that you are like eternally optimistic and ambitious that like something 
great is on the horizon. And I think that's a very admirable quality. Well, thanks. Because as we discussed, possibly when the mics were off, like, or you could just like crawl into a hole and <laughs> fucking hate your life, you know? Right. Um, but you like sort of seem eternally optimistic, at least to me. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, you're like, you have these talents, right? Like you're a very talented cook. And I think like you're, you're a good musician, but I'm very aware because I have so many like good musician friends that it takes like an insane amount of luck oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. with work to it's a lot become man. successful, you know? Lot. So it's like that, you know, the, the ship is probably sailed on you becoming a successful. Oh musician. yeah. No, that's not on my, that's uh, not on my like, dashboard for at all. sure. Like you're, super great at cooking and i think you've made some like really good attempts at like making that sort of your life but do you intend to continue trying to do that yeah absolutely absolutely um i mean yeah that's it's one of those things that I've, I've i've seen it in my family at times it's like my dad sort of a defeatist person mm-hmm. i've watched other people who things bad things happen to them and they just give up um or it's just kind of half acid from that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, shit happens, but you uh, you work through it. So yeah. Well, every really successful person fails a bunch. You know, uh, like yes. I mean, there's plenty of people in the middle who like get a job and work it for a bunch of years and have like super middle of the road life. But you know, I think the people who are like pretty successful and happy have had lots of failures yeah and, and so i mean you can define success in a lot of different ways well, depending sure. on the person you know it's not always monetary you know but um uh at least like i was saying before if you're giving your all at something you're at least proving something to yourself and you're accomplishing things and yeah, yeah you go for yeah that. for sure i think that it's I don't define success by money, but for me, I think like success sort of means like being successful at the thing you want to be doing in life, sure. right? Like, and money is an added bonus. Yeah, like and money. and like usually when you're successful at something that you love, like money comes, mm-hmm. you know. But no, money is not like. I mean, when I lived in China, I was not a rich person, but I was like very wealthy in that. I had no concerns about money. I could spend whatever I wanted of my salary and still save over half of what I made in a month. Like really had very like zero concerns about money. And like it wasn't awesome. (laughs) Like, I mean, I think that there's like a huge pressure that has taken off of not having to worry about finances. And I think that like it's foolish to think that like, a poor person would not be happier with an amount of money where they did not have to worry about their rent and basic needs. But like, I don't, you know, like having more money than you need doesn't really like bring, bring anything inherently great. If you don't enjoy your life. The the shitty rich white people that are just angry all the time and bitchy all the time. Are they happy because of all their money? No, 
No. Again, you, it's very like, it's very cliche to say, but you know, I think that the driving forces that are going to give you the most happiness in your life are are the ones that you chase after your passions. Make yeah. a fucking podcast. Make a fucking uh, oh yeah, this video blog. like I said, this podcast is bringing me zero. Do- it actually cost me money because I bought this, and then like we, I don't know. We already I pay, discussed like, earlier that to thirteen dollars a month for to hosting be professional in your field, you have to make money doing Robbie, what you're are doing. Are you going to give me money? So I'm going to give you the one dollar that we discussed earlier. Oh, one dollar, guys! I'm getting a whole dollar i'm about to become a professional podcaster on air (gasps) this one has something written on it too what's it have written on it not entirely sure mick d (laughs) i mean like i could be wrong but i I, it might be you could order something off the dollar menu i'm gonna like put this on my wall of my office and be like first podcast dollar made robbie Uh, honestly i'm really (laughs) grateful that you you hit me up to come here today if you've listened to most of my podcasts all of them so far uh you haven't listened to the most recent one no because you sent it to me today or was that yesterday yesterday it came out yesterday anyways go on if i had a patreon would you donate two dollars per month to my podcasting endeavors yeah for sure i could do it I'm already donating $5 to a different Patreon account. so I, I just found out about this within the last month. You just found out you were donating? No, that uh, Patreon was a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's great. Um, I feel like there's lots of things I do for free, and I like sometimes just want like a life Patreon. You know, like, It would be nice. <laughs> like, it would be nice. Hey, remember that hilarious chart I made for Harry's drunkenness levels that everyone enjoyed? I've I never spent seen three this. hours. Are you serious? I've never seen this. Oh boy, I'll send it to you. It's yeah, really please. good. Please do. It's really fucking good. It's like the terrorism are you, alert are you chart. Have Harry on here? You got to have Harry on here. Right? Yeah, but I mean, he just came back. I was actually just texting him today. We're gonna go get some Thai food next week, mm, and where are you then gonna go? I said you're gonna have to be on the podcast. Soberfish is yeah. our go-to. Yeah, yeah, our go-to. Me and Sarah Peterson was amazing Thailand. That was. Do you our... still hang out with Sarah? Well, she moved to California just last oh, October. Really? Yeah, but since high school, I mean, there was some gaps, but uh-huh. within the last like five six years, we oh. hung out consistently. Well, I guess I'm a fucking shitty friend. Mm. Um, Same to be said for us. So, I know, guess. Like, yeah, you are a shitty friend. The phone does work yeah. two ways. It's not like you're just like hitting me up and I'm like, no, fuck you. We're not going to hang out. I'm, I'm glad we did this, honestly. I was excited about coming here and I'm, hanging out with I'm you. I'm so. glad that you're excited. I really hope that people enjoy it. I think um, Kent's fallen asleep on his route by now, but... <laughs> yeah. We should stop wrap it up talking, for his sake. Fucking we really stop talking. Um, Don't worry, oh, I'll be back. Yeah, we look, we have not even like skimmed the surface. I have many more questions about conversations that mm. you don't remember at all <laughs> because our entire friendship has been a sham. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. But I do appreciate that. I really feel like the good friendships in life are the ones where you could just like call somebody up and like it doesn't have to be weird. Like, I don't know the last time we hung out. It was probably something painting related where I, think, I like I think so. Or it was at Friendsgiving. Oh, yeah, that's probably. But true. even still. It's a- um, But like, I just, yeah, sent you a message <laughs> and was like, want to do my podcast? And you're like, sure. And I feel like that is a sign of a strong friendship. It's, it's fantastic. Cause it's text like, somebody. Few and far in between, I actually have a moment to hang out with anybody. And you copy like, like the one day, you know, that I'm not 
either out of town for a, a fucking wedding, which doesn't happen often. But, yeah, I was uh, going to say, how often is that really well, happening? <laughs> out, of town, out of town working. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, this has been great. Um, Awesome. I hope you tell everyone about your great experience. I've tried to get, let's call people out. I should have a new segment that's just people I've tried to get on this podcast who won't come on. Kent, number mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Nat, mm-hmm. number two. Nat, Nat won't? He refuses he, to or just express disinterest? Eluding? He's dodging me. Mm. He's dodging yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't outright said no but sure. he's made it clear he does not actually want to do it it's it's but I hard it's hard to, to inadvertently air your dirty laundry i didn't know uh, he'd come in here and you know things would happen well it's called needs improvement um yeah. but i think that nat has a super fascinating story that oh, could fantastic. be like Absolutely. really inspiring to Very a lot of so. people that so nat, are going, going to listen to this at any time. point um get in here bud who else who else have i tried to get on well i tried to get on zach pretty early and he he dodged me for a while too but well, i'm then just I, wondering when the episode where tim actually comes on and has to defend his well tim was briefly on the zach <laughs> yeah i heard so, that i early. know poor tim i'm sorry tim tim does not have a cheater's heart for all of you who have made it this far um should we come up with another secret word mm. you can pick it uh, well, you gave me these two fidget spinners, <laughs> fidget, fidgeting devices, while uh, the other conversation was okay. going on. So, is the secret word fidget spinner? That's two words. Phrase, secret phrase. Sure, sure. Fidget spinner. Um, I do usually end. Can you come up with at least one thing that is like a little stupid thing in your life that you're trying to change? I like to call it frivolous failing. Well, since we've talked about, you know, all the major things that need need changing yeah, this or is, are changing. This is lightening it up, man. Something, something frivolous, something small. Yeah. You're trying mm. to brush your teeth more? You're no, I just got this fucking sweet ass toothbrush, man. Game changer. <laughs> Okay. Uh, just one of the like Sonicare. Oh things. yeah, Sonicare. But, you know, spend a hundred dollars on a good yeah. toothbrush. It, it's a world it really of difference between changer. doing it manually. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and I do all my dishes. My apartment is immaculately clean. Really? Yeah, my bed's usually made every morning. Ugh. Um, <laughs> I got Virgo tendencies, man. Uh, uh, and let's see. I think things that frivolous things that need improvement. Do you have like any bad habits? Chew your nails. No, I, I just cut them before I came here, though, and filed them. I wanted to look good for your listeners. <laughs> should I po- should I start posting a picture of the person who's on? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay, people need a, a face to the. Okay, the we'll take a picture after this. Um, well, I feel like we talked a lot about you being, you know, a little slutty. So I feel like the people should know what your beard looks like. <laughs> I really don't understand what your fixation is. I just feel like it's a little too long. I'm not saying that there should be no beard, but just a little too long. I look like a child if I shave this thing. Oh, don't, don't. I'm, look, I'm not suggesting that. I just feel like a little, little bit too long. So we'll let the people decide. If that's what's important. We'll put up a poll on Twitter. Please do. Is Robbie's beard too long or not? Um, There's really, like, I feel like this is almost like you're sort of like, I'm a vegan, but I've been shitty to uh, humans I know in real life. Yeah, like, if it's we can encompass like, this conversation in, in a few key phrases, you what, are like sum it up? Shitbag, turned little... decent, turned... I don't, I don't how, feel... how would you describe me to a friend? If you, if you met somebody new and they're like, oh, yeah, this guy, Robbie, and you had to sum me up in a few sentences... Um, honestly, I feel like if, if we're talking like today, 
I would just be like, oh, yeah, my friend Robbie, he's a painter. He's a vegan chef, dude. He does music. I don't think that I would like go be into like, all the nitty gritty. Because OK, guys, there. let's talk about our detailed fucking. I think I would just be like, yeah, I think I would just keep it surface level. If you're asking if I think you're a shitbag, I obviously don't because we're friends and we're here. Woo. I think that you are a complex person like us all. And you've just maybe had some like more public failings. I mean, <laughs> I don't think that like I I think that you're just too nice to me. Like I don't think I have been like the greatest person in How all of the years nice that you, we've man? known like, each other. What what do you what is what have you ever done that's been deserving of me not liking you? Nothing truly. But Boom, there you go. You're perfect. Leave it alone. Uh I'm just saying that like I don't mean to be like, oh, being a manslet is the worst thing in the world because I don't feel that way and I don't feel like, hey Steve, we're doing a podcast. It's late. Um more coworkers in the building. Uh I just like I feel like I've done things in that area that are not like don't make me feel like I've been the best person in the world. So that's the overall ov- overview of Robbie Sims in, in, in past experience? I just think... Manslut Robbie turns vegan, turns vegan, sees no one anymore, goes turns on vegan, podcasts, turns hermit, tries to defend himself to no event. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very curious to th- hear what people think about this. Yeah, Kent, and, call me and let me know. Uh, yeah, Kent, what do you think of Robbie after this podcast? <laughs> no, I think that like you're just a very real person who lives your life in a more honest way. Honestly, I think that a lot of people have some of the same failings as you. They're just not as open about it. And I think there's something to be said for just like being the person you are. It's important to do. I mean, be yeah. honest with yourself is going to be help you be a lot more honest with other people. Like, I think that if you were a person who had no self-awareness of the things you might have done that aren't great, like I probably wouldn't want to hang around with you. No, we wouldn't be friends to this day. But... I mean, I think that's just like part of being an adult. It's like you own up to the things that you've done that aren't really great. And like, again, I've certainly done things that are not really great. And I, I feel like, are they getting a bad picture? Robbie is a great person. (laughs) Robbie is a great friend. I texted him this winter that I got stuck in a snowbank and he didn't get the text soon enough, but he did say that he would help me in the future if I got (laughs) stuck in snowbanks. So I'm just Robbie Sims. It's the thought that counts. Let's (laughs) there's your fucking title. (laughs) It's the thought that counts. Um, no, you're, I feel like I've, I'm being maligned now that I am maligning you. Robbie Mm. has lots of great qualities and he's a great person. And he's a great painter. Also, if you need anyone, hit him up. We should wrap it up. We're getting redundant. Okay. 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 Fine. The wine's um, good though, isn't it? Try some of the Pinot. It here. is. I have to drive, and I'm yeah. And you're bringing me home too because I'm not home. taking yeah. an Uber <laughs> like, back. Yeah, I, I make you take an Uber ten blocks from my house. Like it's literally, I drive past it, and I'm like, "Fuck you." <laughs> no, that's friendship. <laughs> well, everybody, well, it's been nice talking nice. with it's you. It's been all. nice. Do you have any words? No, you actually have things to plug. I do. Number one, you have a painting business. Number two, you're a vegan chef. Number three, you do music stuff. Where can people find you? Uh, well, I'm, I haven't been on Facebook in a very long time. Instagram is where I usually rely. You can find me, Robbie Sims, Veganimo, V-E-G-A-N-I-M-O. I know. Did you just change that? I noticed that the mm-hmm. other day. A few weeks ago. Yeah. 
if you're ever going through the whole rebranding process, you know. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah. If you want him to cater something, he can do it. Uh, the spring rolls are great. I'll bring you spring rolls. We'll start there. Oh, he would cater something if you offered him enough money. But, yeah, no. And then I'm going to be attempting to do some, some YouTube stuff in the future. Yeah. So if you ever need help um, with basic vegan recipes, if you're interested in such hippie bullshit, as my friend Zach would say, um, yeah. You can find me around. Find his future YouTube channel. Woo. Thanks, Erica. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's been too long. It's been very long. Uh, thank you for anyone that's still listening. Thanks, Kim. I'm sorry <laughs> that this went so long. We have to go home now. Okay. And that concludes my very long conversation with Mr. Robbie Sims. As he stated, you can follow him at Veganimo on instagram if you want to see some tasty looking stuff that will make your mouth water all vegan you can follow this podcast on facebook at needs improve or you can check out our instagram where you can see pictures of robbie robbie holding a guitar at a party slash maybe just someone's house but still it happened and the food we ate and that is at Needs Improvement Pod on Instagram. Give us a follow there. And also, again, if you'd like to give me two bucks a month on Patreon, I'm open to that. Head on over to Patreon and search for Needs Improvement. Until next time.